0: Did you get another haircut? Are you short-haired guy now? I swear you ask me every week do I did I get a haircut? How? Again. How? My Again, I, my my hair is objectively longer than it w- was this time last week.
1: Uh, maybe. I don't know, I just wasn't sure if you were getting the uh, you know, the cut for the uh, two season invitational, you know? It's it is a pretty high class event, so. I mean, if anything, my expect... hair should have been longer for that. You know, it would be better for the uh for the, the cameras, the whoosh, yeah, whoosh. for the cameras. You know, as driving on eighteen, I want to see that f- hair flip.
0: Is there a uh, is there a hair um, length like limit in uh, in the
1: pros? Do we know this? Good, good question. Um, we don't know this. Yeah. Um, Checks out. But I bet we can find out. I think. Well, okay, let's think. John Daly had a mullet okay that's something limit in pga because i
0: mean i figure if they're regulating literally every single other element you think they would eventually also just regulate the hair
1: it doesn't look like it i'm looking at there's pictures of guys with pretty long hair ricky fowler at one time had pretty long hair okay um John Daly another classic example. Greg Norman had long hair. Greg the Shark Norman had long hair? That's, yeah. Well, if Greg the Miguel, Shark Norman had long hair. It must be cool. Miguel Angel Jimenez. It's
0: probably how
1: Yeah, I wasn't sure about it. It doesn't look like it. Um
0: Did you ever yeah, watch there's, Dexter?
1: There's, no, I heard good things though. There's a character call named Watson.
0: Angel, but the one detective, like the one comi- police commissioner, was Hispanic, and he she would always call him Angel, and it, Angel? Was, it, it always made because every literally every single other character on the show called him Angel, but she would call him Angel, and it always made uh, always made me laugh a little bit, you know.
1: When when you see a guy with the name T O M A S, how do you pronounce it? That's Tomás tomas yeah not thomas um i but but
0: i have uh some family friends uh they are of estonian lineage and although it is spelled t-h-o-m-a-s uh it is pronounced with a real thomas
1: interesting no thomas
0: no, never Thomas. I don't think anyone if I heard somebody say Thomas, I would assume that um Davis, you know um, like a they stutter, got like they or a slur. Yeah, or maybe you know um Speech impediment. they got hit in the head when they were a kid. Uh you know they 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 were dropped. Um Who wasn't though? You know maybe as uh, as they were given birth, they were so slippery, the doctor just kind of fumbled around it. You know, like like it was a you know like a, something they were trying to catch and then eventually
1: dropped it. You never know, like a football on the fourth down.
0: Exactly right, like a like a like you know when you go to the public pool, um, with a with a big big watermelon and a stick of butter. You you cover the watermelon with some butter and then you just throw the watermelon in the pool and you yell to the kids like greasy watermelon and then all the kids go yay and then all the kids trying to grab the greasy watermelon uh, it doesn't work
1: yeah I haven't done that one this year but I think that's uh, on the list
0: well in the height of the uh the greased up deaf guy a la family guy um there was always a particularly aggressive game of capture the flag that occurred in my high school's band camps and uh one year me and a fellow student greased ourselves up. Um, we uh, went head to toe covered with Vaseline. Really? <laughs> wore like really really short shorts that were brightly colored. They were funny, but um and more importantly Vaseline everywhere. Because, you know, it was it was just kind of like tackle capture the flag, right? To kind of if we can recall the game's capture the flag, there's flags on the other side, but if you kind of catch somebody of that other side, they go to a prison located on your side, and then that prison can be broken open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very standard rules. And so that was the idea. That was the, it was the nobody will be able to catch us firmly uh, because we will be uh, greased up.
1: I'm curious how this worked out.
0: It actually worked out pretty well um, for me. Um, I, I don't recall if we won or lost the game, but I do remember um, having a lot of people slipping off of me uh, very comedically almost. Um, like they would try to grab my arm and they would just loop. And you could almost hear the little sound effect bubbles popping over top. I do remember getting destroyed uh, by this girl who was on the rugby team. um, Over top of, like, there was, like, the the, the no-man's land, like the strip of land between the two sides uh, was a strip of, like, the gravel road. And I just got destroyed with the other team's flag in the no-man's land. I was so close to being home free and I just got rocked um, on the gravel, and I was wearing very, very little. So I was, I was all cut and scraped up. And...
1: God, what a great game, Capture the Flag. What oh, a fantastic
0: game. I think uh, the only thing I'd take away would be uh, it didn't come off. That's, the, that's what they don't tell you about, greasing yourself off. Greasing yourself off. Yeah,
1: you can't just go in the shower. You don't just go in the days, shower yeah. and it comes
0: off. Um, so I definitely had Vaseline probably all over my body and face and hair. Uh were probably remnants of Vaseline for another two or three days. I imagine the hair might be the worst. It was that must be well, really hard to get out. I definitely remember making a point of vaselining my hair. It was, and you know, and I am a I'm a fairly hirsute man to begin
1: with, so um, yeah, it was something. Yeah, because the vaseline's in the hair, it gets deep in there. It's not coming out for weeks. It's not just coming out like.
0: So um, suffice to say, greasing yourself up works though. Wish I would have done that, uh, you know, maybe in parts of my football career.
1: Dude, imagine at a concert you did that. You get to the front row so quickly. You just slip your way up there. You would just be the weird, greasy guy at
0: the concert. But it's not like I'm going to see anybody, any of these, any of these slobs, anybody else, any any other time.
1: What's up? This slops? is what bouncers should do. See, they go with the strategy of being really big and strong. You should go in and be like, hey, these guys have it all wrong. I'm going to go fully lubed up, Whoop, slip right through the crowd, stop the one guy smoking a joint because that's wrong.
0: Oh, okay, so you're saying like he's actually like an alternative to the bouncer strategy, you know, because I'm thinking with my brain, not my muscles.
1: That's right, exactly. Think smarter, not harder. Ronnie Coleman's not going to be able to
0: to walk his way through a, a show at the Phoenix. He's not going to get anywhere near the front row.
1: Yeah, He'll be like, excuse me. Oh, it's too, not enough space in here.
0: Yeah, he he could pick people up and throw them out of his. Maybe that's the alternative, right? When you're all muscle, you don't have to like squeak your way to the front. Stop sign, we're smoking joint. You pick people up and then move them, just like they're
1: little kind of just uh, you know little obstacles in your way. I mean, I've never stood in front of a bouncer when I've seen the charge coming. You just you just decide that's not your battle to pick. I've never been charged by a bouncer, so I wouldn't even know what to say. Oh no, but you, you've I'm a never good seen boy. him. Where- yeah, no. I'm not saying you get hit by the bouncer. I'm saying they're going for someone that's like, um, in your line. So they just have to boom, rip through and plow through everybody. Oh, you never, okay. you never seen that?
0: Yep, yep. I've never been plowed through because of that. But uh, yeah, I know what you're saying when a bouncer's making a bee line. That's why they call it a bee line. Yeah, beeline.
1: exactly.
0: The bouncer line. The bouncer line. <sighs> yeah, as the crow flies, the bouncer line. As the crow flies. As the crow fr- as the crow fries. Have you tried these new crow fries? I was talking to a very good friend of the podcast, uh, Crow Rogan, and he was telling me about um, the this
1: new uh, this new energy snack, crow fries. Crow fries. Uh, if you buy now, fifteen percent off. Uh, we- don't forget, folks. I will be in Houston, uh, the Laugh Factory. Uh, Chicago at the Emporium and Kitchener at Chuck's Roadhouse and it's really back anyway, ir- back to yeah to
0: I was just saying it's really ironic the way that things go um because while I was talking to crow Rogan I ran into a uh, not friend of the podcast Joe Rogan and I started trying to sell him uh some crow game <laughs> How are these crow puns working folks? Are these are these funny at all are we hitting the nail on the head? Is this good
1: or is it is it flying right over your is head
0: it, as the crow flies kick it? <laughs>
1: Tonight on two season a pod 96.7 on your <laughs>
0: Two seasons a pod. 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 Two seasons in a pod. Two seasons a pod. Two a pod. Two seasons in a pod. Two a pod. Two seasons in a pod. a pod. a pod. Two Uniform. You've got kind of like that. That like uh, the hat, like the like the chimney sweep hat. You've got suspenders. No, it's just a it's a five panel hat. You've got the the patterned kind of uh, sweater.
1: The trousers. Top.
0: Yeah, you've got the trous the pants that kind of and then they the, the of, wool trousers. Yeah, they ruffle down somewhere right below your knee and then your high socks kind of make up the rest of the difference, Cam. <laughs> you are really preparing yourself for the two seasons of pot invitational.
1: Yeah. I mean you get an old Next timey week. English accent. Yeah. Yeah. The um, we we've we've contacted some of the sponsors. A lot of them are pulling out. Um, so. <laughs> A lot of them are pulling
0: out hastily, uh, pulling out after they heard um, previous week's episodes. Cam, yeah, you and we I were, were
1: not actually donating to the cause for the cure.
0: And now, uh, now here's the thing. Yeah, um, we actually ended up raising about thirty five thousand dollars for the cause. Um, because a lot of people thought it would kind of be, you, there was a purpose for it, Cam. And I'll be honest, and I hate to say it, I hate to, I hate to point blame in one direction, but I put a lot of this marketing efforts on you.
1: Yeah. Well, I couldn't think of a place to put it, so I kind of flipped the script and said we were getting the cause for the cure and, and you, thought and it would catch on.
0: And you flipped the script, uh, literally because you went straight to Spielberg, um, and pitched him this movie for the
1: cause. Yeah and uh also didn't work yeah not not my, some of my finer days um all our pga um sponsors have pulled out Titleist out um tailor out um I, I you were in charge of the frisbee sponsors so i assume those have all pulled out as well i've had cease and desist letters so i, I imagine um Tiger said he can't make it. Um, Ricky Fowler said he's a, he's a definite maybe, but he also is scheduled to play at the RBC Open that day. So, um, you know, there's a chance. Um, yeah, so it looks good. I, I would say we're probably going to get several tour players showing up.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic. And when – when um, I, I think, Cam, it, it sort of seems like – I was sort of reading some of the fine print. You opened up the definition of a tour player to just – somebody who's been on a tour we're seeing a lot of uh pros that are signing up that are tour professionals but they're more sort of they've been on a lot of those murder tours that'll go around a city sort of looking at uh you know um famous uh, places where people have been murdered we're getting a lot of those we're getting a lot of tourists who are just
1: happen to be in the kitchener waterloo area next weekend yeah, and I'm okay with that because a uh, tour member's a tour member in my books. <laughs> Speaking of tour members, have you ever, I was in um Dallas. Um catch me at the Emporium in Dallas. Uh Bombow. Um, we were at the I was in there and there was like several tour guides that were all doing the JFK bit. Where they would like you like, like they this pretended
0: group. they were JFK or they
1: okay there's a few of those yes <laughs> and there was also the tour guides who are you know there'd be the honest brokers who are trying to present the most real story and then there's the full conspiracy theories where they're like this is the grassy knoll I look at the and they lift up in like uh, part of the the um, brush and they're like the shells are still there if you look closely like shit like that.
0: Oh, I bet there. I, I, I bet that's uh, that's prime. There's probably people who. There's probably a tour group who will let you lie down on the grassy knoll with a like wooden rifle replica, and just let oh, you kind sure. of envision shooting the president of the United States.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they have an ex on the road, eh? I
0: I think I did know that. I think I have friends yeah. who
1: went to Dallas. Yeah. Or a, for, it's a so Port bizarre North North. because people like, I, I imagine the amount of accidents that happen there every year are just astonishing because people go and run on the road. They're like, take a picture of me. But it's a active highway where people are going like, you know, 50 miles an hour. Now, 50 miles an hour, that's like 80 kilometers. Yeah, I, it's gonna not slow. P- I'm going to say that's pretty, that's pretty fast. And it's around a bend. Like, you can't see the If you're coming around the bend fast, you don't see them. Well, famously, that's
0: what happened. He came around the bend, and then he was uh, shot by one bullet, by one man.
1: That's the story, if you want to believe In it. the
0: school book depository. I've heard similar things about Abbey Road um, in Britain. People want to recreate the, uh, the, infamous, uh, the famous uh, Beatles album cover of them walking yeah. across the street. But it's, it's still a street, people.
1: Yeah. Really, they should just... Cancel the street. Just cancel the street. Fall. Yeah. How important the street is it? I don't right? know.
0: I mean, it's a street. Like, if you stop in the middle of any street, <laughs>
1: yeah, you can get Eventually, around. Eventually, traffic's gonna come around And be like, hey. But you have to imagine, like, how many deaths are happening every year because someone's just getting plowed by a car? I'm gonna or say maybe very few. Signs I'm gonna say very few, because
0: I bet if you are driving through the exact location that President John F. Kennedy was shot and murdered, uh, you probably expect there's going to be people walking around there. Like, if you want to, just take just take the I-35 all the way to, you know, Monta Rosa if you want to get through Fort Worth, Texas. You're not going to take the downtown strip. Come on, Cam.
1: Yeah, but if you're new to the area and you're just ripping around town, you know, That's doing on you. donuts with the boys. I'm
0: like pretty that, sure you know? if you move to... Dallas Texas or you know wherever he was was that exactly where he was shot was in Dallas I feel like it was a smaller
1: town no it was in Dallas it was downtown Dallas it was
0: in Dallas I feel like if you've moved to
1: Dallas you at least know that JFK was shot there you'd think so I'm saying if I'm just I'm saying but you can't imagine that every person who's driving through that strip lives in Dallas and
0: I'm sure Cam honestly that would hold up in a court of law Your Honor, I didn't mean to drive over this pregnant woman and her set of triplets, uh, her
1: newborn triplets. But why was she standing in the middle of the road?
0: And then, of course, the prosecution says she was crossing at the crosswalk. And then I say, well, I didn't see the crosswalk. And then he says, well, you had a blood alcohol content of two. Um, he said, Guinness, I can hold my Guinness, liquor. Guinness actually stopped at the trial to uh, say that a blood alcohol level of two was the highest level that they've ever seen. Um, Guinness was so actually working of your- against
1: <laughs> you in this particular trial, uh, but it still stood. Yeah, you legally can't donate blood for the rest of your life.
0: Uh, honestly, I'm not allowed. Um, I tried to donate blood. I
1: was arrested on site. <laughs> what? I think there's a Conor was telling me there's a pretty big check. Um, like, Have you ever donated blood? Uh, a couple times. Two, maybe three times. Two, three times. Do you remember what the process was like?
0: I signed a fucking checklist that says I've never done butt stuff or been to Africa, and yeah. that was about it. Uh, I think Do they have m- someone
1: try and hit on you and see what the reaction was? They do.
0: They actually, they had a man from Nigeria try to hit on me, um, <laughs> and then if I declined his advances, he would do yeah. it. it, it he on, drops
1: a pen in front of you, and you see if you're supposed to look at his butt Yeah, or mostly
0: not. it was just because he was very crude. He wanted to, like, you know, jag me off in the bathroom, and I said, what? That's crazy. If I'm, if I'm doing he that. Said, I'm at let's least, do it in my car. If I'm doing that, I'm at least getting a gummer. You know, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going so. to the bathroom for a quick jag. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. Jesus Christ. This podcast is going places, Cam. Let's get into the show by first reviewing last week's show because we got some notes. <laughs> notes. We got some notes. We got some notes. 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 We got some notes. Love and marriage. Love and marriage goes together like a horse, like a and, horse carriage. and carriage. This, I tell you, brother... You can't have one without the other. Love and marriage, love and marriage. It's an institute you can't disparage. Ask the local gentry, and they will say it's elementary. Try, try, try to separate them. It's an illusion. Try, try, try. You will only come to this conclusion. Wow.
1: Incredible.
0: Uh, we're also talking about skunks here and exactly how it works. I think we were talking about domesticating skunks and the potential ability to
1: remove... You just gotta ring them out.
0: <laughs> <just> gotta, yeah. There's <laughs> like a wet towel. You just gotta ring them out. So skunks, uh, is they have two of these, uh, the, the glands that produce the spray. They have one on each side of the anus in a left-right way, not in an up-down way, in case you're wondering. Uh, and the spray is a mixture of sulfur containing chemicals such as tholis, which is actually highly flammable, which then leads me to wonder if you were to attempt some kind of a blue angel on a skunk, I think that could actually get some trajectory. I think that could be a TikTok. I think. <laughs> hey, TikTok.
1: Hey, content.
0: Hey, 15 year old boys who are trying to get girls to touch their wieners. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to find yourself a skunk. You're going to hold up a lighter behind its butt. I know a lighter. It's weird. So it's that thing that it's not a vape. It's a lighter. And what you're going to do, you're going to hold it up right behind the skunk, let it spray, let it go all over the place. Um, yeah. Th- th- yeah. Classic. That- classic.
1: Classic prop comedy. <laughs> the kids wouldn't know. The kids The kids wouldn't know. Kids do you also- think Jackass is going to go down as an all-time great comedy classic if it hasn't already?
0: I think it has already. Yeah. I would say it has already.
1: Yeah, kind of. Ha- I mean, it's been around for twenty years now. I'm just saying, like, once we have kids, I think it's timeless. I think you can be, you'd be like, watch this movie, and they will be like, I don't want to watch old movies, with you dad. And you're like, this. I promise you, is timeless. Because there's no, like, oh, it's a different time. You know, you, this this joke was funny. Yeah, was there's no about jokes that wouldn't
0: land. Because, yeah. Because... A
1: man I, hits a hammer against a ladder and he falls down.
0: And Classic. And I think I, one of my aunts would always say this would be, like... Uh, she would say something like, you could take, the you know, the funniest, most well-educated people in the room, or, you know, in the world, put them in a room, have them write the best, you know, the most... The best joke ever, but it still wouldn't be as funny as somebody falling. Like, yeah. somebody falling down is inherently hilarious, I think. We all know what it's like to fall down. We all know what it's like to see somebody fall down. We all know what it's like to be on the other... I don't know, about... there's nothing funnier, I think, in terms of... Uh... Yeah, you're right, because some jokes don't land. I watched the first half of Gold Member, which has a bunch of jokes that land... But if you're part of that kind of PC police, you would not like it at all.
1: Right. Yeah. There's no, I don't think there's any, there's nothing in there that's going to be offensive because of the vocabulary. No. Maybe because you can see like dicks. You see dicks. Da-
0: hey, if you're at, if you, if you, have you seen Jackass 4 yet?
1: Yeah. And, have oh, you seen 4.5?
0: I haven't seen Four Point. Is it on Netflix now? Yeah. Okay, yep. I'll have to watch it. I'll have to watch it. Because honestly, I think the biggest Oscar sc- snub of the year was Chris Pontius's penis playing Godzilla. <laughs>
1: Unbelievable, but, and, unbelievable, and, and on, no and honestly, class in these you know, people. Like, when a char-
0: you know like after, when a character is finally redeemed like two or three seasons later and a char- their arc completes and you're like, yes, this is the moment that this character, this is the shining moment that this character needed. I think after approximately 15 years of watching Crisponius's penis, I am so glad that we finally saw it in a very like titular role there.
1: You yeah. know, like yeah. it was he, he the deserved it.
0: He deserved that Oscar, um, you know, uh, which was very important. Uh, you know, pa- pa- Pontius's penis,
1: keeping the testicles up and moving like that instead of having them drop into the hole. Just. Art. Just incredible. That is art. Just
0: incredible. The amount of training. And, you know, we, we talk about some of these actors going, you know, Christian Bale going through an extreme physical transformation. He puts on muscle. He puts on fat, loses it all, puts on the muscle again. We, we talk about these transformations um, in Hollywood and transforming, you know, and uh, the, the, the work and the focus and the concentration that needs to be done on your penis and testicles. Uh, to be held up for such a period of time is nothing short of uh, amazing.
1: Yeah. In 4.5, they go into detail about how that skit was actually done. Like the the set production and how he has to sit and stand. It, it, chef's kiss. <laughs> Big chef's
0: kiss from Cam. Uh, mouth to other wall of hand moving away. Some thinks, yeah, my arm was actually longer than it was. That's how big it was. It was incredible. Um, yeah, 4.5. Check it out. Cam, you, uh, we talked about it earlier. The Two Seasons Pod um, Invitational is coming together slowly. I, um, by happen, <laughs> uh, happened to run into a uh, one of the uh, participants of the Two Seasons Pod Invitational just on Friday, believe it or not. Which um,
1: one? Yeah. Bryson DeChambeau? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh ran into Bryson DeChambeau of all uh places. Him and I were us um we're both um uh, buying protein powder. Of course, we both <laughs> drink five protein shakes a day. Um and then got in this big argument because I was wearing Nike, of course, he was wearing Puma. We really came to blows. Uh that's why I have this big black eye. <laughs>
1: uh
0: no, but um on Friday I ran into friend of the show. Uh, choosing pod invitational guest Frankie um, who's what? been who I think has been on who has been a voice on this podcast more than any other voice um, on this podcast mainly because we had a big long show if you can recall last summer uh, just the three of us before uh, before everybody else woke up <laughs> if you if Classic. you can recall there's three of us there if you can believe it if you can believe it, um, we're just sipping on our coffee with almond milk, which I love. Um, and it's always what I look forward to most about our cottage weekends or our camping weekends. Because it's the one weekend a year I drink coffee with almond milk. Uh, but really, no, we ran into each other at a stag party. <laughs> um, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For... Oh my god, he was telling me about it. He's like, it was his client's stag party or something? <clears throat> so I guess his client's... Yeah, like he met the 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 man whose stag it was who I've known for 10 plus years now. He just met that night after getting the invitation uh for whatever it is. I mean, I should have figured it was a we, I was I, I was a bunch of Italians in Woodbridge. I should have figured Frankie would have been there. Um yeah. so maybe that one's on me. But yeah, so uh got, okay, I got each other real stoked about it. We're both
1: looking forward to um all these things. Great and what, what, Cam, can we go over what, what's in the bag? Well, what's in the bag? So. Be, yeah, what's so I got. Uh, I'll, I'll kick us off. Driver, made burner, probably a two thousand six ladies shaft for the extra flex. People seem to like that. So this is what
0: I, is this what I'm th- is this what I'm going to be shooting is, with?
1: Uh, no, that's this is my bag. Okay, um, yeah, what's your bag?
0: Yeah, you're. I get the backups, which are okay. I'm going to buy a pack of balls and a pack of tees at the pro shop. I know this. Yep.
1: yeah. Uh, You're driving with an Arrow burner, uh, tailor-made, also with the lady shaft on it. Um, And then for your wedges, you have... I'll be honest, you don't have great wedges. Your wedge play, you you might need to borrow some of my Kirkland's. For your irons, you do have some nice tailor-mades R22s, I think they are. And the putter in the bag, you are looking at um a bent putter so you might want to borrow uh a different one for that one <laughs> might go with the strata on that one and then for me i'm using the dunlop uh redneck putter interesting uh, the wedges the callaway x22 tour edition uh dry or uh irons as well as the rogue x fairway wood interesting um so w- w- what's in the bag there for our, uh, frisbee golf
0: um, well, one one thing is disc golf, so I'll take you that right there. Um, what's in the bag? You know, I mean, what's in the bag will really depend on how many participants, you know, the final number ends up being. Because if it is the anticipated, you know, 35 to 45 people... Well- I'm sure. <laughs> we're gonna be stretched a little thin, but you know, given the roster that I have, I think I'm gonna be dealing with a super. I'm gonna be dealing with a condensed bag, but of my favorites, you know. I'm gonna have. Yep. Uh, we're we're putting with our Casey Pro AVR, nice Good by choice. Innova. Um, I definitely want to have at least one of my Innova Firebirds. Uh, oh, we can't
1: we we can't say that name because the they sponsorship
0: drop it. deals. Um, yeah. I want to have at least one of my Firebirds. I want to have probably my truth. My Dynamic Disc Truth and then um, either my cloud, either for a driver, we're talking maybe a cloud breaker or the, um, the Mentor. I've been really liking the Mentor lately cam uh for you you're probably looking at the uh uh for a putter we're going straight to the
1: exo hard Discmania Ooh, link like like the disc mania link good choice um if you're Had a brand at, deal with them that fell through again, yeah
0: if you're looking at a driver maybe you could take the uh you could probably take the uh disc craft avenger
1: okay it's a yeah, little under thanks.
0: it's a little understate it's uh actually i think it's super understable but that's you know it's a disc i think you'll be able to throw
1: what does that mean understable
0: Oh, you're gonna be getting, uh, you're gonna be getting a series of YouTube videos that are gonna help explain everything, and then, of course, I'm gonna have to give you the little, uh, in person, you know, when you can tactile, you can feel what's going on, I'll have to give you the, uh, the rundown of what's happening, because different discs are gonna fly in different directions, and I can kind of give you the discs, and then let up to you, like, hey how, what, what's the direction in which you want it to go, you know? So there's going to be a lot of things like, there's going to be a lot of decisions that you have to make on the spot, which I I will certainly, I would certainly recommend what I would do, you know? I'm I'm not going to, I'm not going to do the thing, you know, where like you play a video game that you're really good at, Against somebody, who, against somebody who's yeah. never played the game before, and then you crush them twelve to one, and you're like, "Well, pff, yeah, I guess I've just played more than you." Um, yeah. No, you know, we'll be we'll be there the whole time. So you're gonna be you're gonna be seeing some videos just about how you know how these things work, right? They uh, discs fly a certain direction, they fall down in a certain direction. So, gotcha. These things okay. are gonna these things are gonna be really important. And uh, yeah, Frankie's looking forward to it all. He's finally healed yeah. up from the various. Bodily, body injuries. He has as he's had as many, um, you know, bumps in the road as you have in terms of injuries. Um, And it's great to see everyone coming in at full strength.
1: Yeah, it'll be a good one. It'll be a good one. I we'll we'll talk offline about the details of how it's going to work, especially final numbers, um, final sponsorships, um, how we're going to get money to the the cause, um, things like that. The cause needs us so much, folks. The cause needs a cure. I never forget that and we're here for that exactly exactly and
0: i just want to say can People i just keep talking about it can i just say something i yeah. never heard about the cause <laughs> before the vaccine i just want to say b- before I, n- I never heard about the cause before the vaccine came out i just want to say it i, I to think we're it. gonna get blue start again i've never heard the cause before uh,
1: whatever that happened so i don't know yeah, here we are. put two and two together, or don't, or don't, or don't. Yeah, you know, think, feel free to think freely, or don't. Okay, moving on, moving on, moving on. Um, do we want to get into uh, go down down to South Beach for a little slice of ice? <laughs>
0: On the beach and it's really hot. I think I'm gonna go get a pina colada. Miami vice is a slice of ice, my Miami Vice is a slice of ice. Wearing cool clothes and smoking cigars, say hello to my little friend. Miami vice is a slice of ice, my Miami Vice is a slice of ice. I think we got it because you introduced the segment. You know that every single week, Cam and I recap the adventures of uh Sonny Crockett and Ricardo Tubbs as they um take their weight, or rather take down the um the 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 bad seeds down there in Miami, however the catch is. We only have five minutes to recap the episode, Cam, we're just about at the halfway point of the uh of the season too. This season really feels like it's flying like it's flying right by. And we'll be on to something yeah. else, uh, you know, soon enough. Yeah, so this is episode 12, Cam. You are kicking off this week's uh, coverage, and then I'm going to be following up. Cam, are you ready?
1: I am ready, sir. In three, two, one. In a rundown part of Miami, Gina and Trudy are posing as junkies looking for effects when they encounter Luther, a dealer and a pimp who promises to take care of them. He leads them down a maze of side alleys to a drug den in a rundown building where he offers to buy them what they need, asking they do do for Lutha in return. Lays back up, lose them in the alleys, um, realizing the danger that Gina and Trudier are in. They call on Crockett and Tubbs for help, who turn down. Uh, who in turn track down Miami's favorite junkie for the location of the drug den. The bus goes down just in time to save Trudier from having to shoot heroin. Uh, the man drugged the drug is so high he leaps out of the building to escape, falling to his death in the street below. At the station, the squad learns that one of the junkies they have arrested is Mark Jorgensen, Jr., a son of a wealthy Miami market trader, Mark Jorgensen, Sr. As this is Jr.'s second offense in eight months, they put the squeeze on it, hoping to find the names of the dealers and his dealer suppliers. They almost succeed, but just in the break of time, his father bursts in and orders his release due to court orders. Meeting with Castillo afterwards, Crockett insists Mark Jr.'s status could help them bust untouchable dealers just because of the status he is seen with rubbing shoulders while together. The lieutenant agrees and instructs Crockett and Tubbs to get uh, to start working with the kid. Crockett, uh, as Burnett, checks into the upper class scene watching the Jorgensen men play polo. Afterwards, he meets Mark Sr. and his current partner, a much younger woman named Mary McDermott. Back at Jorgensen's home, Mary finds Mark strung out on the bathroom, basically dead, um, and hardly able to talk. Uh, Mark Sr. arrives home and dismisses basically the whole thing, and later finds out that he can go, he'll have all the charges dropped if he agrees to go to a rehab program, but he ends up saying no because you know, this is what rich kids do. Trude pulls Mark Sr.'s file and finds that he's been investigated by the financial conduct authorities including the IRS, Swiss Bank, FTC, and SEC uh, for large insider trading cases, and when Jorgen finds out, he took the commission for the court for harassment in the kids and won. He also reveals that Mark Sr. has been keeping some rather shady company, including cocaine financiers. Uh, This goes on, and then Tubbs ends up going to a warehouse because he knows that there is a big stash of drugs where he locates a huge stash of cocaine worth approximately 75 million street value. Cam,
0: go ahead. Tubbs is here in the warehouse uh, with all this cocaine when Crockett and the captain come in. Cam, like you said, $75 million on the street. There's 150 kilos of cocaine we're talking about here. They find a building across the street from the warehouse where they can set up a stakeout. Back at the, uh, back at the station, we find, um, the owner of the warehouse, but it's an owner that's owned by another company, owned by another company, owned by another company, a series of dummy corporations, so now it's been two days here at the stakeout, we still don't have any action, nor are we any further with contacting whoever the owner is, we finally get some action when a bunch of cars pull up to the warehouse with a lot of people walking in, the two dumb cops, whose name I can never remember, take out the two guards who are waiting in front of the warehouse, uh, and then when the drug lords open the door, or the entire Miami police force is waiting outside for them. The camera pans to Mary, who is there with the drug lords. Uh-oh. Mary, uh, sorry. Tubbs takes Mary to the station himself, but she's playing really dumb, not answering any of his questions without an attorney present back at the mansion. Mark Sr., and this word gets confusing, tells Junior about Mary getting caught with narcotics. Sr. wants nothing to do with it, so Junior goes to pick him up. Folks, I'm going to be saying Sr. and Jr. probably for the rest of this. The boys get a good work from the captain. Back at the station, the boys are talking to Junior. They believe that Sr. is behind the drugs, but Junior doesn't believe them. Uh, In the car, Jr. and Mary are talking, uh, but she doesn't seem phased by hearing that Sr. is leaving her helpless. Junior gets dropped off at home, and as Mary pulls out. The driver locks the door as Senior watches on. The very next scene, Crockett and Tubbs are pulling up to a dead body that they're hearing um, is a suicide, and it turns out that it is Mary. Crockett is pissed at the captain for not letting them act faster. An upset, Mark Jr. arrives, blaming his father, and that is when he agrees to help out the Vice Boys so Junior gets back home with a wire on as Croc and Tubbs are waiting in a van just outside of the house Mark goes in to talk to his father to get some info, uh, which when Senior realizes that he failed his late wife in raising their son, as he explains how terrible of a father he is he confesses to killing Mary, Junior uh, while crying exposes his wire and the police walk in through the door, Junior gets very upset and rushes through the police even though he just agreed to help them, as senior's taken away he gets uh, Junior actually runs into the house. Um, Crockett and Tubbs return a couple days later at night to check on Junior, but he's still not home. He hasn't been seen since. Even though they tore the family apart, Crockett still thinks they did some good police work. Then we see Mark Jr. hitchhiking his way out of town as we roll the credits, and that's the
1: whole episode. Were you keeping time? I, miss, I missed starting the timer. I think we made it.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we were about we were three-ish, three and a half seconds uh, short,
1: so... Oh, okay. We're fine. Short oh. or long? Short. Well, if it, we wouldn't have been able to go long. Oh, right. Right. Producers cut us right off. The
0: producers cut us right off. Yeah.
1: Okay. Another solid episode. The, the Jorgensen family. They always get their way.
0: Yeah, that was really confusing with juniors and seniors because uh, I just found myself kept saying junior and senior.
1: Yeah, it's a better way to do it. It's also confusing because the vice cops have alter egos and in the first episode I could not wrap my head around it.
0: Well, what what I've real what I've found is they always use the same first name. Like in this one when he went to the polo place, he was Sunny whatever. Yeah. They they always use their same first names but always use yeah. different uh last names.
1: Oh, Which yeah, if but you're, if I mean, you're going what...
0: undercover, that's pretty damn smart.
1: Yeah, well I watched a YouTube video On a guy who was an undercover cop for 25 years
0: I know, and-, and then he went to prison For 25 years, and now he's out And he's telling you how actual Undercover cops do stuff
1: Why do you own my YouTube feed and shit on it? What's your YouTube feed, Cam? Just disc golf videos and weightlifting?
0: Yeah, <laughs> and comic books
1: How is there comic book videos Where they're like in this comic book, it has Spider Man, the first edition. No,
0: I f- I I will watch a couple accounts that like whenever like the new nerd thing, whatever. They'll do like an Easter egg breakdown of the episode or the movie or whatever. So I was like watching those, and then also there's this one um uh, account I like following that just does a recap of comic stories. Like it was kind of like you know, let's say a, let's say a comic book issue is, you know issues or whatever it is right he'll do like kind of like a 45 minute video like a plot synopsis but you know does his overdubs and then has like the visuals so you're like oh, okay this is what's happening you know for like a comic that you're like for something that you want you're interested in but don't really care about that much you just want to know what happened does that make sense yeah uh, I guess yeah I guess it's a continuity of story right yeah you want to know what happened in the story but like you don't have the money to buy it
1: <laughs> right, okay so Or, you don't, or books, you don't
0: necessarily want to spend the money to buy it And then, you know, the, the the place that it sits on your shelf or whatever So,
1: Can you return comic books? No
0: Can you return a book?
1: I don't know You don't can return so. audiobooks, which is kind of interesting I've gotten like 80% through I'm like, I think this book's shit And then I just send it back to them And, then and they you, can see that I've read 80%
0: You get your full money back? Yeah Huh.
1: So but I don't then, know but, you, but can I the you, books. D- you
0: don't know how it ended
1: I was fine with it It stunk
0: I was surprised you got 80% through something And then realized It sucked
1: I've done that a few times Because I keep thinking It'll get better And it doesn't
0: That's That feels like A long place to get past to not Yeah re- to Catcher
1: in the Rye Just never got better ever
0: After the first page You should have Ditched yeah, Given I, up on that book
1: Yeah that I would, would have one read one stunk. page
0: You got This is not getting better And then
1: yeah, He's like Oh you're the bunch of phonies I'm the best I'm English I'm <laughs> English <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Holden Caulfield, a famously British character.
1: Holden Caulfield. Holden Caulfield? Hey, you know the boy, it's me. Yeah, oh, everyone's a phony. A <laughs> he's a phony. Yeah, that's the guy.
0: Not bad. Not bad. Caulfield, Holden Caulfield would have been a way in more interesting character if he was just a uh, a London man like transplanted to New York. I feel like that would add a level of interest to the character that previously remained not present.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that one, I didn't. I obviously didn't listen to that on audiobooks. So I'd probably just throw my phone in the lake. Um, but uh, I've got a few on there that I've gotten like pretty far into and just have not wrapped up. Like there was a. I got, like, 80% through Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lads, and just... Was this, was this, was this like, a novel that he wrote? No, just, like, a self-doc...
0: Whatever you call it, biography. So it's an a self-biography. Some people might know them as autobiographies.
1: Yeah, some call it and that, And he don't.
0: narrated it himself?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the best part, is him narrating.
0: He was, like, he said something like, all right, all right, all right,
1: here's the I mean, the story. I can give you a little sample. No. You don't want to hear Matthew McConaughey talk about his acting career and being I like. I don't think nothing. so. You'd be surprised. I, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be surprised. It sounds like, uh, you know, the guy who says,
0: all right, all right, all right. I know. I That's the joke. You mean the joke I just made? Yeah. A lot, you almost blew it for us.
1: The next morning, Pat
0: and I were on the T-box. <laughs> Okay, great. Let me hear about. Uh, let me hear about that one time that Matthew McConaughey and George W. Bush played golf. I'd love to hear that. I think that was it that they were talking about. That they're two Texan boys, so I can only imagine what they. Matt, famously, Matthew McConaughey was there when um, George W. Bush asked the, uh, reporters to watch him hit this drive. Really? No. No.
1: How many things have I ever said on this podcast that ring any level of truth? I don't know. Sometimes you're like. Oh, this disc will work better, and I watch comic book videos. I thought that was the truth. Well, yeah. Or are you just fucking lying to all of us, Cam? Well, yeah,
0: that's the truth. But then didn't earlier I alluded to something that would have been ridiculous and illegal? And uh, you you accepted that for truth?
1: What, like us having um, ladies flex on our, both our drivers? Not illegal. I checked.
0: <laughs> and you <laughs> did Check. Um, You know like a lot of people when they're playing golf Will carry around the rules with them So they can kind of counter somebody's rules Uh, And you have that page Highlighted and kind of the corners folded Over so you can quickly access
1: Lady shafts are allowed Yeah yeah I want to Point it out to people when they ask No range finders though Uh, No you're allowed with the range Just not slope adjusted range finders So what's yours is yours slope adjusted I can do either I can turn it on or off
0: Okay, okay. Even on the Pro Tour? Mm-hmm. I didn't think you're, you're I, definitely I not allowed. You're so. Yeah. Okay, so I would say, for the sake of the two-season pot invitational, you cannot use your rangefinder while we're playing golf because it's not allowed in the Pro Tour. However, you can use it when we're doing the disc golf because they are allowed on the Pro Tour. But we're not pros. Yeah, but we're playing by... We're playing by... PDGA rules, Professional Disc Golf Association. We're playing by the official rules. We're not gonna be fucking around with
1: rules and stuff. Oh, I'm definitely fucking around with the rules. What? <laughs> yeah, like if, if they're playing on the best course in the world, if I land in something that's just poor course management, that's a foot wedge, baby. However, yeah, if, hey, poor course
0: management. I don't mind having that conversation amongst, uh, you know, that that you know, the foursome or whatever, as long as like, everybody can agree what what relief is i'm on board
1: right okay we'll chat about offline offline it's pace of play um, it's
0: pace of, you know it all comes down to pace, pace of, play.
1: of play all right let's kick off to our final game of the evening cam because it's a it's gonna be a late one otherwise second last whatever we call it um cam it's headliner asinine hey 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 hey, Headline. 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 hey. Asodine. Asodine. hey. headline or asinine and i got one to kick us off here
0: headline or asinine you know how the game is played headlines real headlines fake and
1: uh etc um headline or asinine cam bees are fish sorry bees are fish california court rules
0: (sighs) i would have liked this headline a lot more if it was bees are fish because i would have. that's what it is but but no, bees but, are fish? Yeah, but so says a California court, um, because if it was just like bees are fish, it's gonna go into some big science thing. But as soon as it says court rules, it's gonna have something to do with, um, you know, like the amount of fish that you can, you know, you know, like there's a when you go fishing, there's a limit in which you can, like, bring back with you, right? There's mm-hmm. a size limit, a weight limit, a, an amount limit. So I'm going to say a similar policy is applying um, to these bees. Probably what happened, some dude had way too many bees. Like so many bees. And someone was uh, someone was like, we got to regulate this somehow. Make them more like fish. Uh, you know, where there are regulations about size and, you know, all, all these sorts of standards. I'm curious about, like, what was such a big deal? that they had to make these bees into fish. Maybe it has something to do with what they produce. You know, like, you can sell what a fish produces, but you couldn't sell what a bee produces. I know I'm thinking honey, but you know what I'm saying? Something along these kinds of lines. It's it's, it's bureaucratic, if nothing else. I am going to say this one's a headline.
1: This one is a headline, and it's more of a they don't want to come up with its own protected class so Mm. they figure they can throw it into a different one so under the commission because bees are invertebrates they can fall under the california endangered species act definition of a fish and that way you can a bee as a fish and it can be classified as an endangered species which has its own protections behind it
0: yeah that's kind of what i was thinking yeah it would be to kind of put them into a group that's, uh, you know, so they can be protected in some kind of way. But um, there you go. Yeah. Got one here for you, Cam. Are you ready? Headliner ass 9 NFT dating app canceled due to lack of women.
1: <laughs> yeah, I believe this. Um, you know what they call um, like people who are like super stoked on NFTs? I'm going to say that they say DTNFT. No, they're called
0: apes. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh well that that's that's the famous NFT, correct? Uh like the bored ape? Maybe,
1: yeah. I think that's what it's called.
0: It's so it's a cartoon of an ape. And I know what you're thinking. Didn't jungle book do this? And but no, you don't get it because you don't have you're passive, income, current you dumb passive income.
1: Yeah, you, you dumb, dumb, dumbass. Fucking idiot. You should just kill yourself. Just kill hey.
0: yourself. I, I, hey what's up what's up, do slobs? Do it. Kill yourself. <sighs> um It's exhausting. It's exhausting telling people to de- I wish they were dead. Here, here's a question. Okay.
1: Have you ever met a woman who's told you about NFTs? um i i'm gonna sit up say no <laughs> and i haven't either i saw a
0: girl on instagram once post a story about uh crypto and then hastily posted another story saying my account was hacked so <laughs> that's so the closest sort of? i got
1: yeah yeah for that reason this one's a definite headline because um, this is just something that guys obsess over and they just talk about and I, I hate it and they, it's all they talk about at parties to me and I don't buy them except the UFC ones which if you want to talk about those with me I'll talk <laughs> NFTs uh, that's a headline
0: Cam this one is asinine fuck hmm. it happens that, sound, that sounds so real though Slobs, go back and we should we have a, t- uh, a complete tally of who has gotten how many headlines and asinines correct, if we and I were to put our scores together, you know, how many correct answers, how many wrong answers.
1: No, this is a real one. I, okay, I thought so. Oh, it's a prank. It's a prank. You got me, Cam. Because I think I I looked it up online, and there was a bunch of headlines, and someone said, debunked, not a real thing. Fuck. All right, Cam. Headliner asinine. Nigerian King visits Calgary in search of investment
0: <laughs> now, this is fantastic because as many as of you know uh, we here at Two Season Pod hold all of our money in a bottomless piggy bank Uh, which, as we all know, it's a massive porcelain pig with his pants pulled um, to his ankles. Uh, His pants are on his ankles because he's bottomless. That's why he's a bottomless piggy bank. And then we um, had received a lot of uh, gracious financial relations from the likes of... uh, um uh, maria something <laughs> fuck <laughs> i know at one point we had accumulated over 35 million dollars i do recall that employee 426 9 of course felicia say and then we had um through email communication met up with a man named nigel salatu who said that he was um he was nigerian prince and that if we were to give him approximately all of our money, uh, that he would reward us threefold. And unfortunately, things worked out in a different way. Um, I'm not going to say what happened. Uh, but hey, if this is Nadir Soladu who went to Calgary, that, would, uh, that wouldn't be bad. I'm sure. I feel bad for all the now Nigerian, like African princes who actually have real investment opportunities, because I feel like the internet scam just ruined those opportunities for everybody. Um, and you know they could have some real businesses. Blood diamonds, for example. That's one. Uh, this one is a uh, headline.
1: This is a headline. And uh, forgive me in advance for the pronunciations.
0: Uh oh. Famous. Ulu. Famous last words.
1: Ulu of Wari Ogami Atatsu the arrived in Calgary for a visit where he hoped to build bridges between his kingdom, First Nations, and the court of economic investment for his oil-rich region. Uh, it was mostly a trying to get investment for oil, and Calgary is the place to do it. There's a bunch more stuff in here that's all about cultural things and uh, trying to get through that way. But I mean, the headline just writes itself. A Nigerian prince actually shows up looking for investment. Um, I guess these things do happen in real life. People need investments from all
0: corners of the world. And eventually you're going to get an investment from a Nigerian prince. Yeah. That's the way it works. KKM. we I got here for you Headliner Asinine Firm proposes using taser armed drones to stop school shootings
1: man they're just throwing everything at the wall here and hoping something sounds good but none of these solutions have sounded great at all um taser fired drones you know now that you say it and i say it out loud i think they're onto something (laughs) (laughs) Yeah I can't see this going wrong at all (laughs) No way There's no way fucking hate drones Like apparently there 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 was a problem at the Kitchener jail Where people were flying drones over top And dropping drugs in
0: That's awesome because Kitchener is so anti-Semitic So it's nice to see that These
1: anti-Semites have a way of getting Smack Yeah Uh, maybe it was Milton No it was Kitchener It was Kitchener. There's a ladies' prison in Kitchener.
0: Cam, we know that's where you spend the majority of your afternoons. (laughs) Shannon thinks I have a job. Yeah, you don't have a job at all. Your
1: your job is professional conjugal visit. (laughs) I put on a little show at the fence, you know. And next thing you know, I'm in there. You know, you're in the just plow. fence. Just plowing puss. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, what was the headline again? Firm Did I say it or is- you say it? I- I- <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, yeah, the firm the firm proposing this. It, uh, when you say it out loud, it doesn't sound that bad. It just makes sure that no no one ever gets hurt. And everything will work out just fine. This is a really, really, really good plan and it's a headline Cam,
0: this one is a headline here for you, this is by a taser developer called Axon A-X-O-N, who said that they're working on building drones armed with electrical stunning weapons that could fly into schools and stop school shootings So Axon, the company, sells tasers and body cameras to police forces across America They proposed an AI drone artificial intelligence, that could independently fly into schools, find the bad guy, and take them down A few months ago, Axon brought this idea to their ethics committee, who did not like the idea one bit. Uh, Or sorry, no, rather, sorry, they liked the idea initially. But then they were told that AI robots would be flying into the schools and taking down the shooters. And they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. AI taking down shooters? You told us these were just drones to help police forces. They claimed that weaponizing drones in heavily policed communities of color is a terrible idea. (laughs) Wow. CEO Rick Smith said that he felt compelled to make this idea public after the recent school shooting in Texas because the idea should get into the public's consciousness. Brian Friedman, an NYU lawyer law professor who sits on Axon's ethics board, said that this is absolutely ridiculous. Drones still follow the laws of physics. If a door is closed... The drone wouldn't be able to get through the door. Uh, this has caused a real rift between the ethics board and the investors, and it seems like things could be. Uh, it seems like there could be some major changes going on at Axon.
1: Classic investors not thinking about doors; they're just thinking about openings. doors.
0: People, they
1: were a band. Think about it. Unbelievable. Just because yeah, they I have did. a I song did. called
0: "Break On Through to the Other Side" doesn't mean you could actually do it.
1: You try. You what try? if he tased the door see now these you should be on the ethics board yeah see we're, we're spitballing here um I have of ass and I can man secretly replaces 278 car parts from a Mazda dealer's lot replaces 278
0: car parts from like replace them with what
1: Oh, sorry I read that wrong man secret replaces 278 parts from a new car on Mazda's dealers lot so taking good parts off replacing it with bad parts
0: yeah I guess yeah I, I mean I guess that's that's all it is right so like you have a uh, you have like a 97 Mazda rx3
1: yeah
0: okay and then on this lot and then you 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 need to rep- start replacing a lot of the parts but it's such an old car you can't find any more replacement parts so you go to the you you get a job with the one dealership that has an rx3 97 on the lot and then slowly over time fan belt carburetor little this little gear and then that little gear I mean I can see that this is such an a lot this is such a long con uh that it almost feel like is it even worth it at this point because you would have to find presumably it'd have to be like a car like with parts that are similar enough, right? If there's like a 10 year age gap between cars, per, there's probably certain parts that aren't even just flat out going to work, right? You know, there's like a very small, you know, a few models of a car within a few years. These parts all work together. If not, you're out the fucking uh, you're out the fucking thing. Um, I'd be curious to see like how, you know, like how essential to the vehicles running are these parts, you know, is he just replacing something like a little fan belt that you know you could get at Crappy Tire, or does it need to be the Mazda's version of it? Um, for your sake, Cam, as a previous Mazda owner, I really hope this is a real story. So I'm going to say this is a headline.
1: This one's asinine They made this one up, but I hope someone takes this to heart and does it. You hope somebody does it. I want them to replace every car part with a part you can find on Wish.com. On Wish, go to Wish, folks.
0: off for something you said one time. All right, hit me up. Cam, I got one final headline for you here. Headline or an immigration officer fired for putting his wife on the terrorist watch list.
1: Immigration lawyer? Officer. Officer. Um... The only thing that gives me a little bit of credence here is I don't think an officer has the authority to just put people on the terrorist <laughs> list because I think that just might be a little too much power to be like you know someone bumps you in or like is tailgating you and honking and you're like what are you gonna do put me on the terrorist <laughs> list <laughs> I think I just might uh, I feel yeah I don't I don't actually have no idea how you get onto a terrorist list but I think it's more than just a um, I just, you know, it's something you can do if you're upset with someone. Now, if he went through the proper process because he knows how to do it and gets his wife on it because it was a messy divorce, I just call that tactics. Um, either way, I'm calling this bullshit.
0: Okay, I just want to say headline here for you. You were on to something with something you were saying right there. This is a story out of the UK. When a former police officer put his wife on Britain's terror watch list, because he wanted a divorce and, quite frankly, didn't want to pay any alimony, while she was visiting her uh, her family in her native Pakistan, her husband added her name to the do not fly list, barring her from entering the country ever again. When she tried to call her husband, uh, he said, "I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out," and then didn't you call her. Out. Didn't call her for three years. So now, cut to the present, 2022. Okay, we're in the present now. Um, and our uh, did she mystery... never
1: tried calling back.
0: He never <sighs> calls her. Well, he didn't
1: want. To... <sighs> she, she
0: she never called back. I'm sure either. she tried to call many times. So our guy. So our guy. So so here we are in 2022. Now we're up for a promotion, which would require a higher level of security clearance. When the supervisors did a little bit of digging, they asked him why he put his wife's name on the do not fly list. In which uh, he confessed to his actions and was subsequently fired. Um, so it just goes to show, don't make an impression at work. Stay very middle of the road. Uh, you know, don't do anything above and beyond that could put you in line for a promotion because then they might get to see some of the terrible things that you've done.
1: Wow. That's, that's what we took from that. Okay. That,
0: that, that was my takeaway. That was my takeaway.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess I, I took it as a, a good strategy. Yeah. Um, all right well uh, great game good good, good headlines
0: no the of headline got- or asinine here so uh let's, let's let's uh let's let's start to wrap up the show here then shall we because yeah. we only have one time for one more segment and of course give you a little bit of plug it or shrug it plug it
1: or shrug it plug it or shrug it, it plug it or shrug it plug it, it or get plug it, plug it. Shrug it yeah that's up um cam this week i'm shrugging it i'm, I'm, I'm going back to a little pet peeve of mine that people say you're now in the corporate world uh you know are you do you go on zoom meetings quite a bit or like teams meetings yeah we're bullshit? google but yes okay here's the last words i want to hear from anyone's mouth at the end of the meeting oh and it's it is um it is 157 so i'm going to give everybody back 3 minutes of their time shut the fuck up i that oh boy that just pisses me off it's like do you think you're clever you think you're the first person to say this you think i need the 3 minutes Oh boy, that, that one sets me off Wait, I don't get the joke So the joke is, there's three minutes It's not a joke, But what's- they'll finish the meeting
0: And they'll be like, I'll give everyone back three minutes of their time Because the meeting was supposed to end at 2 But it's ending at 157
1: Yeah, and they're all oh, like okay, that's not Mwah. a joke,
0: so Like structurally no. there's
1: no joke There's no punchline it's, it's not funny But that person walks away being like <laughs> Oh boy, I got him Teed him up Knocked him down I can't, can't believe I've even heard that one yet, Cam. No,
0: I haven't heard that one. No, no, I haven't heard that one. Yeah. I well, want also, you to pull that off your next meeting then. I guess also I'm in the room. The boss is always in the office, so I'm always in the room with him. So maybe maybe the guy who's given back the three minutes is in the office already. So Maybe. That could be it. Uh, Cam, I'm going to give you a plug this week. I'm going to give you a plug Um, on Amazon Prime. There is a new little season stretch of Kids in the Hall uh new season of the show probably what 25 years after the show got off the air in the mid 90s um they're canadian uh it was all filmed in canada canadian production crews uh in toronto you can i love watching shows filmed in toronto because you always see a streetcar in the background at some point um it's hilarious it's just as funny as they've ever been uh i really recommend you watch it amazon prime kids in the hall
1: Okay, good reco. I haven't heard anyone wreck that, wreck that yet. So, oh, I know. wrecked that, bro. I fucking wrecked that. it. I wrecked it uh thanks for listening folks
0: remember you can rate for like, subscribe the show is everywhere we are all over the internet next week well um you know next week we're uh, is the two season pod invitational of course and we'll there'll be a couple live podcasts that we'll definitely be recording throughout the weekend if not on the golf course itself i'm still working on ways that That's we can maybe be mic'd up might need a cart might need a cart for that uh that we can be mic'd up constantly and then wirelessly just that would uh, be fucking sick. Uh, we're 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 working on a way to maybe try to make that happen. Um, if not, you're definitely going to get some live content with a lot of the friends of the show.
1: Love it. Okay, can't wait for that. Everyone, uh, tune in. Bryson and the Shambo may be there. I'm not making any promises. Maybe. Uh, but maybe. Maybe. I did get in a fight never- with them though about about Nike being better than Puma. So I don't know. And I said I could do more bicep curls than he could. And never forget, there's no fishing limit when catching bumblebees. I'm Cam Leclair, signing off.
0: Take care, folks.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Tonight on Two Seas in a Pog, 96.7 on your...
0: two season a pot, two season in two pod. two season a two two season upon two season two season two season upon two season a two two in two season
1: two two season two two season a two two season a two two season two
0: season two two season in a pod. two